Hey folks, welcome to Factual Friday on the Catholic Baby Podcast. How can I be charitable in understanding others? St. Peter wrote, There are some things in Paul's letters hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures. Indeed, even the written word of God is subject to misinterpretation. Thousands of Christian denominations exist due in part to varying interpretations of scripture. Fortunately, Jesus instituted the magisterium of the Catholic Church to guide us in biblical understanding. If God's word is subject to misinterpretation, how much more so must be our own words? Who hasn't sent an email or a text message only to have the recipient take his comments the wrong way? We all think our words are clear enough when we send them, but on further reflection, we can sometimes see how they might be misunderstood. This can be a frustrating and even hurtful experience. How, how could you think that's what I meant? Typed messages are especially susceptible to misinterpretation because they must be read apart from the writer's other forms of expression that would otherwise have helped to convey their intended meaning. Facial expressions, body language, tone of voice and other such communication devices are lost in cyberspace. Emoticons can help out but they are a poor substitute for the real thing. Knowing that our own words can be so easily misinterpreted, we must each humbly admit that our own interpretations of others' words might not always be accurate either. It would be nice if we each had our own personal magisterium to help us correctly interpret others' words, but we don't. We do, however, have teaching from the magisterium of the Catholic Church that that can actually be helpful. The Catechism of the Catholic Church instructs as follows. Every good Christian ought to be more ready to give a favorable interpretation to another statement than to condemn it. But if he cannot do so, let him ask how the other understands it. And if the latter understands it badly, let the former correct him with love. Now if that does not suffice, let the Christian try all suitable ways to bring the other to a correct interpretation so that he may be saved. This is a very sensible step-by-step -step approach. It begins by charitably attempting to understand another person favorably. We should not be quick to interpret others' words in a derogatory way. Tragically, failure to observe just this first step has led to the needless destruction of countless relationships. If we are unable to understand someone in a favorable way, the next step is to ask him about it. Allow him the opportunity to explain what he means. He might shed light on how to understand him favorably. This doesn't mean that we have to agree with him. The goal is to keep the relationship on charitable terms. If charity was not intended, fraternal correction is in order. Now Jesus outlines an approach to fraternal correction as we are about to listen to in today's verse, Matthew 18, 15 to 17. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, 
let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. While fraternal correction will certainly be necessary in some cases, if we begin with our own honest attempt to understand others favorably, that is the first step mentioned above, potential problems could be well averted before we have had a chance to probably cause them. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I give myself to you through Mary. God bless you.